eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. That is the way the 24-hour news cycle goes. Welcome into Finsider Radio. This is the Jake and Josh Show. That must mean I am Jake Mendel. Joining me as he does each and every episode of the Finsider is Joshua Hobbs. And Joshua, <laughs> this is what it is to uh this is what it's like to be in the content creation field. You know, you can post something and three hours later you can look like a complete fool. Because basically what we have today is uh well, I guess a better way to put it, we're recording this early Wednesday, early being, you know, 9 a.m. or so on the East Coast. About 8 o'clock last night-ish, uh, Xavier Howard took to Instagram and basically said that while he is appearing at camp and we thought everything was going to kind of just breeze over, at least for this season, that isn't the case. Xavier Howard used all his characters to take to Instagram and say... He is reporting, but he still wants to be traded from the Miami Dolphins. He feels disrespected by the team. And before we share the entire uh, monologue, I guess, Howard put together here, Josh, what, what was your initial reaction when you heard this uh, stuff start to shake out a little bit, As especially after, you know, the team reported yesterday and we thought we spent a podcast talking about it, the fact that we thought everything was going to kind of start to go a little more smoothly than we expected. Yeah, you know, generally as Dolphin fans, you know, we're kind of half glass full type of people. And we all thought, you know, ex-reporting, you know, this was good news. Something good was going to come of this. And then, like you said, man, a few hours later, everything was irrelevant. Our entire podcast went out the window. And Xavier Howard took to Instagram and with, you know, a pretty transparent message. And I have it pulled up here, so I'll read it off. 
I've given my heart and soul to the Miami Dolphins franchise since they drafted me in 2016 and want to make it clear that I love my teammates. They are my family, but what I've learned is that the business side of the NFL approves organizations don't always have a player's best interest at heart. My experience with the Dolphins the past few seasons has taught me that in 2018, I signed an extension that I'll admit I didn't completely understand or feel comfortable with. I played on that deal for two seasons and didn't complain, but everyone knows I significantly outperformed the deal. I'm one of the best cornerbacks in the NFL, and the tape backs up that claim. The assignments I'm given, shadowing the opposition's best player with little help, proves my value, my worth, yet I'm the second highest paid cornerback on my own team, and it's not even close. I want to clear up a few misconceptions about my situation. My agent David Kanner and I have never once asked for a completely new contract. We wanted things to work out with the Dolphins and brought solutions to the table, like guaranteeing more money that we felt were win-wins for both sides. There were proposals of adjustments that wouldn't just make me feel more respected, but were also cat-friendly. But the Dolphins refused everything we proposed. That is why I don't feel the organization has dealt with me in good faith. I don't feel valued or respected by the Dolphins. Just like they can take a business-first approach, so can I. That's why I want to make it clear I'm not happy and I've requested a trade. Until the trade happens, I am just here so I don't get fined and will handle myself like professionals do. Signed, Xavier Howard. Jake, I think we've all read it, you know, three, four, five, six times over the last 24 hours or 12 hours since it's been released. Jake, what are your thoughts when this came out? Because, uh, I mean, me, again, we're both kind of dumbfounded by it. I mean, we, we saw this coming. We knew Xavier Howard was wanted a trade, but to have this happen, you know, on the first day of camp after the entire roller coaster that we went through as the day progressed, you know, everything kind of seemed to settle. And then this nuke went off. What were your thoughts? It was strange because at first everyone smashed that panic button, uh, and rightfully so. But it, but it, this message kind of gave the impression that he's still going to practice and he's still going to play. Uh, but then Pro Football Talk added that, hey, it's as simple as he can say he's got a nagging injury and there's no way to really dispute that. Uh, he doesn't play a lot this season, and that could be that. However, this message doesn't necessarily sound like that. Uh, I think my biggest issue with it, uh, it does seem like this relationship is quickly uh, reaching its end. Obviously, money can change anything in a heartbeat. Uh, Xavier Howard's making it clear that he doesn't want to cause a rift in the locker room. Uh, despite, I mean, there was already that built-in rift between him and Byron Jones. Byron Jones is scheduled to make about $3 million more than him this season. Uh, it's a really weird situation Nick, that he is going to keep showing up, and it's kind of like what's happening with Deshaun Watson. Uh, I think Chandler Jones in Arizona is kind of in the same boat where these guys are showing up. They don't really have any leverage to hold out. Uh, Howard said he was showing up basically because he's got four or eight years left on his contract. He doesn't really know what else he can do, and that's kind of the thing. We've both been over backwards kind of saying let's let's pay Howard, let's make it happen any way possible. But then you kind of open up this rabbit hole of if the Dolphins do this for Howard, who, yes, we are not disputing he's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Yes, we're not disputing he's underpaid. But if you do it this year for Howard, say you give him, you know, a $4 million extension, put him right up there with, with Jalen Ramsey, make him one of the highest paid, what happens next year, right? Does he do the same thing? Does he sign a new contract in two years down the road? Uh, he wants another new contract. Do more players start acting like this? And that's kind of where I think the Dolphins are really planting their feet uh, into the into the dirt here. Um, and also, Josh, it's kind of interesting when you think about the Miami Dolphins secondary. 
these are not the same cases whatsoever, but you have Minka Fitzpatrick, uh, who was not happy in that secondary. You had Rashad Jones, who played with Xavier Howard, not happy. Uh, we remember him marching off the field. Someone brought this up on Twitter with me today, and I thought it was a great point. But, I mean, Howard's kind of been in a situation where, you know, there's been other players in that secondary. Uh, this is the first one that's been about money that have not been happy and have made it known, been known instead of just kind of putting your head down and trying to figure out things internally. Yeah, and you know, we didn't want to say earlier, and I think Brian Flores even kind of stopped himself, but he didn't want to say the Dolphins were drawing a line in the sand with this, but you know, it seemed like they truly were drawing a line in the sand. You know, Xavier Howard, we understand why he wants those guarantees. We all understand that. But when this came out, Jake, I mean, like you said, we were both in pay Xavier Howard, make this work however it is. But I mean, this kind of rubbed me a little bit the wrong way, to be completely honest. And we talked about podcast after podcast. Do the Dolphins believe that they can fit any cornerback in this system and have success? I mean, we saw it in Flores' first year. I mean, they were bringing guys off the street left and right, and they were going in there, starting, being very capable of doing those things. So, um, again, I don't think there's any end in sight. I really don't know, you know, is he going to play it? People keep asking. I don't know. I don't know that this has ever happened before. But one thing I do remember is Minka Fitzpatrick, I believe, asked for a trade at after that Baltimore Ravens game, I think he went on and played the New England Patriots. I was actually at that game. It was an absolute bloodbath. And then he was traded after that. So there were reports that he asked for a trade. He did play then again against Baltimore. And after that, I think he formally requested a trade. So, again, I, I don't know what's going to happen here. Xavier Howard is one of the, the best corners in football. But, Jake, you know, the Dolphins were struggling to find money to pay him. And today, Jake, a pretty big move. And it's kind of, again, goes back to what you said about content because last week I was sitting here absolutely praising Bernard McKinney and the Dolphins, you know, the trade for him, he's locked up under contract, you know, good mm -hmm. things are going to happen. And then we wake up and you hear, you know, the Dolphins restructure his contract. Okay. You know, that makes sense. I'm sure it's, you know, very team friendly. I bet it works out for both sides, but this came out today and it's basically, they nuked the entire deal and it came from field gates. It says Dolphins linebacker Bernard McKinney restructured his contract previously had three years left on his deal worth up to 27.5 million, including 7.75 million in 2020. McKinney will now earn $3 million in 2021, plus a $200,000 playtime incentive, and will now be a free agent in 2022. So I hate that we're going from X to Bernard McKinney, but I mean, again, if the Dolphins are truly trying to work out a deal here, I mean, is this McKinney move not, you know, kind of a first step to making room to, to lock up a guy like Xavier Howard, to lock up a Mike Kosicki and Emmanuel Agba? Again, I'm tailspinning, and who knows what the Dolphins have in store, but um, this definitely raises some eyebrows here because again I was pretty stoked on McKinney he's almost up to 30 so maybe that's why the Dolphins are moving on but Jake what did you think about this when you woke up this morning and saw the details of McKinney's contract because let's be honest you're one of the first people to have it up there on the world wide web yeah you know it was uh, kind of a shock to everyone and you know another thing we spoke about yesterday I think it was about how he's locked up there's a vision in place for him and this kind of brings up the question, do the Dolphins even know what their complete vision is? And I don't mean that in a negative light, but hey, you never know who that next disgruntled star is going to be. Uh, this is kind of someone compared it to also on Twitter. I should have wrote this one down, but compared it to like a lose-lose situation in a sense where we thought, you know, he'd be making seven mil uh, to nine million dollars a year for over the next three years with the Dolphins. And hey, he thought he'd be locked up having that guaranteed money. So instead, he's taking less money this season to become a free agent uh, quicker and, you know, there's a situation where he balls out and the Dolphins are, you know, in a situation where they have to pay, you know, double, probably not double, but, but give him a raise instead of having locked down on that team from the deal. You could also bring up the idea of the comp pick formula. Maybe they know he's going to ball this year. They don't want to keep him long term. This is a way to get, you know, a third or fourth round pick out of it. 
maybe there's a different quarterback out there that the Dolphins want to give a big contract to if he's mad after the season or during the season. Josh, I, I truthfully don't know, but it looks like flexibility is the key for the Dolphins here. Uh, they're going to enter the 2022 offseason with a little over $60 million in cap space. They're ranked fourth in the NFL in terms of cap space, basically meaning they're going to be able to do whatever they want. You mentioned up the mentioned the idea of re-signing guys like Emmanuel Agba, re-signing guys like Mike Kosicki. Both of those options are certainly on the table, especially right now. Uh, the Dolphins might kind of continue what they did with Jerome Baker. You know, you lock up your guys before they had that big season. And the fact that um, McKinney came over in a deal, despite Brian Flores being interested in him for such a long time, I think we're going on three years now where they these two have been kind of connected. Uh, the Dolphins might still want to try to draft that linebacker and develop him, see how well Vince Beagle, Andrew Van Ginkle do the season before really making a decision. Uh, and then to kind of tie this all back, Josh, and before we wrap up here on Finsider Radio, uh, Joe Rose had Coach Flores on his show early this morning, early actually being actually early at 7 a.m. And he said that uh, he understands Xavier's concerns, but will keep all conversations internal and plan is to continue to keep talking with him and his representation. Representation. Jeez. Uh, and then he added with we love X. And I think that's kind of an interesting point uh, that Flores has been a little more open about this Xavier Howard issue than with other players. I mean, everything's kind of been uh, talking internally, but we saw a couple of months ago that Howard was, or Flores was pretty straightforward knowing that this is a unique situation. This is something we're going to have to work on and, and be careful about. And I think Joe Shad reported that this is becoming a relationship that's going to be harder and harder to fix. Josh, I still think money solves all that. I just don't know if the Dolphins are going to want to do that, especially when Howard's going to come out and say uh, this was a contract where he was taking advantage of. I was kind of soured a little bit when Xavier Howard said that he was uh, taken advantage of by the Miami Dolphins at a time where he was you know, named the highest paid player, uh, paid quarterback in the NFL. Uh there were a lot of people who were concerned about giving Xavier Howard that long-term deal. And then there were some of us who kind of saw that, hey, this isn't the worst deal in the world. We know that he's going to, in a couple of years, that contract's not going to be awful. And here we are. I mean, we're not the smartest people in the world. We're not the best football minds in the world. And we knew that, right? We knew that you signed these guys sooner rather than later so that the contract looks, you know, like peanuts in a couple of years. And Howard kind of jumped the gun. Maybe he signed a contract he didn't want to sign. But at the end of the day, he signed that contract. And I understand his situation of wanting to, you know, build up that uh, bank account. But to kind of take the route of, you know, he was taken advantage of in becoming the highest paid quarterback in the league and was un was uncomfortable signing the contract. I mean, there was no rush to do that. I don't think this was fair of him to say this kind of stuff. I mean, I support what he's trying to do strictly on the fact of he had a great season. He outplayed his contract and he wants to be paid. He's been injury prone. I understand that situation more than trying to say, well, they they took advantage of me because I don't think that's necessarily fair. Josh, sorry, I just threw a lot at you there. I mean, uh take it in any direction you'd like there it's been kind of a weird morning yeah man it's absolutely been a weird morning i think the whole reason we're doing this is because our days are filled and we just wanted to get this news out there because this is you know monumental news but to your point i mean his agent was bilbo baggins so is this or i don't think that's actually his name i'm sorry but i think that's what i call him bill it's the same agent that um jarvis landry had and we all know that how those contract disputes went so i mean is it really a surprise that this guy got the the raw end of the deal i mean i i don't know but you're Right. He signed that contract. He knew what he was doing. But again, you know, in our previous podcast, we talked about Jalen Ramsey and what, 50, 75 million, I think, guaranteed in, in comparison to what, 30 something for X. I, I really don't remember. But um, again, I think maybe all in all, the Dolphins, Xavier Howard realized, you know, OK, I'm signing this. You know, I've had my injury history. 
if I can prove to this team that I'm worth in two years, you know, 2021, we'll go after them and we'll try to get those guarantees. You know, I kind of think that this might have always been the plan, you know, especially when he went out there and got David Cantor, because let's be honest, Cantor's one of the better agents in the business. So I don't know how this will all shape out. And Jake, you know, as soon as I saw this McKinney restructure and the way it was, it made me wonder, do you think the Dolphins might already have a plan in place, you know, whether it be an Xavier Howard trade? Whether it be, you know, one of those roster bubble guys or, you know, a younger player who, again, can come in here and be that long-term answer middle linebacker. Because as much as I like Bernard McKinney, as much as I sat here and, you know, said this is what I thought Rayquan McMillan would be in my head. I mean, he is turning 29 in November. And to the Dolphins, that's about 135 years old. So, um, you know, I, the first thing I kept seeing was maybe the Cowboys will trade for Xavier Howard. If something like that happened, you know, who do they have? Light Van Rash. And I think they have a couple other linebackers there. You know, they just drafted Micah Parsons. You know, crazier, crazier things could happen. So um, maybe that is the route the Dolphins are going as far as where they're going to get that linebacker in the future. But you're right, Jake. As with everything in this Dolphins team, we have no idea what's going to happen. And as soon as we get this podcast up, as soon as we leave the house, I'm sure, you know, and Xavier Howard is – on his way to Kansas City or, you know, some crazy news is going to come out. And we'll be right back at this again later tonight. But uh, I think that's why we do it. And that's why we love this team so damn much, because it is like an ongoing soap opera. And it has been since the beginning of January. And it will be until we're playing in a Super Bowl in February. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And and kind of wrap up what we said yesterday, too. I mean, I think this is a much better team with Xavier and Howard on the roster. But you made the good point of you think 100%. back to that. First year with Brian Flores, how they had all these guys coming in, bubble guys coming in and playing pretty well in that secondary near the end of the season. And some of those guys still, you know, sticking around, not only on the team, but in the NFL. I mean, Nick Needham's that perfect example who comes to mind. Uh, but again, too, I mean, if you can work things out with Xavier and Howard, I, I think you do that. But I do see how that could kind of open up this huge downward spiral of issues to come. It does seem like the Dolphins are focused on clearing some money now. There are some receivers that can do that. And, Josh, I think the best thing you said today was the fact that odds are the second we post this story. (laughs) This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snackin'. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Three, two, one. And Josh, I think you're right. The second we post this podcast is there's going to be news to come out about uh, new rumors, new speculation, or new moves just happening. So to have up-to-the-minute information, to have up-to-the-minute podcast, please hit that subscribe button to know exactly when a new episode of Finsider Radio, and specifically the Jake and Josh Show, hits your feed. Also, you can keep track of us on Twitter at jmendel 94 for and at HOUTZ for Houts. Also, Josh hit it at the top. Go to finsider.com. We share stories there. We have as many updates as possible. And you can also find the podcast there. So that's a nice little bonus. Josh, I know it's been really early. I know uh, there's a lot going on today. I know we had a little cameo featuring your kids here. But uh, 
thanks for jumping on and doing this with me, buddy. I mean, it's a, it's a crazy day, and I'm glad we were able to kind of get something in and get something out to uh, continue this and bet full start of the 2021 NFL season. Yeah, man, thanks to you, and thanks to all our listeners for putting up with the children. I mean, they're in the background hammering away and doing all these things. But again, if we didn't get this out, I mean, we would already been two days behind with this news. So thank you, Jake, for carrying this, for being the Hodor to my brand. But guys, like Jake said, if you want to get up-to-the-minute news on the Miami Dolphins, subscribe to the podcast, like, rate, do all that good. Follow Jake on Twitter, the greatest verified journalist in the entire world, <laughs> at J-M-E-N-D-E-L-94, for the Finsider Radio Podcast, part of SB Nation's The Finsider. I'm Josh Houts. That's Jake Mendel. We'll talk to you next time. Fins up. Fins up. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Cause we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Everybody, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number one. Yes, we're the Miami Dolphins.